Welcome to the Arena Church Podcast. We hope you enjoy the message. Enjoying the sunny weather now. May it long continue, eh? It really is a joy to have so many uh, parents and grandparents and guardians here. I actually feel like you're part of Arena Church, Chaucer and uh, Cotman A School. I love what you guys are doing. I just, three uh, uh, children came and said hello to me. Uh, it was like I was their long lost uncle. And uh, it, was, it was great. So you just said, hey Christian, how are you doing? I said, it's great. And I remembered them and they're going to be singing. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. And church, those who come here every week, how are you all doing? Give me a wave. Yeah, doing good. Fantastic. Really is great. And it's great, of course, as we've already heard, to welcome the, the dignitaries. Well, without further ado, kids, if you behave yourselves, there's going to be a girl who's going to get some Lego and there's going to be a boy who's going to get some Lego. So I'm not the one who's on the lookout. I've got my spotters who are there. And basically, it works like this. If you sit there and behave yourself and laugh at all the right moments and uh, just behave yourself, then you've got a chance of winning this. Is that okay? Yeah. Great stuff. See, I'll... Why isn't everybody as compliant as that? I mean, it's just too... I'll I'll do that again. Do you all get that, kids? See, it's just brilliant. I love it. Absolutely fantastic. Anyway... Let's, let's, let's dive in, shall we, to, and, and by the way, I'm only going to be a, a few minutes, so for those who aren't used to church and you, you're wondering, what have we been doing? Julie brought a great encouragement to us. It's all centered around this person, Jesus, who means so much to us here. And I'm really sorry for those who are not from a church background, because we've probably not presented Jesus overly well. We've, we've presented uh, really it, him quite badly because when people think of Jesus or the church they think of rules and regulations and what we're against and uh, the nastiness of religious religiousness and and I want to say genuinely you have to believe us or come and see how we operate uh, Sunday by Sunday but we're not like that here and uh, we believe that actually Jesus came for everybody He came to make a difference, and actually what he does, instead of putting something heavy on us, and I'll mention that in a moment, he brings a lightness to our lives. That's my story anyway, and uh, I'm glad that we've got a mixture of people through Arena Church, even those who serve through our community. We've got those who've been in prison, who have now getting redeemed. We've got people who come from an addictive lifestyle. We've had people who've been in foster care and adopted, battered and bruised, and then we've got people who are pretty much like most of us here who are just average Joes, who were just trying to make sense of their life. We've got people who are very wealthy, uh, but want to use their wealth well to serve others. We've got teachers, we've got those who are in the medical profession, we've got all kinds of people here today, and I love the eclectic mix of Arena Church across the locations, including my dear friend, as we've already heard, Patrick on the front. By the way, he's got red trainers on, that's to symbolise uh, Liverpool are going to take the... Uh, <laughs> Let's move on. So just for a few minutes, I want to share something. I I was really just thinking through uh, this week. What what does everybody need to hear? And we've been going through a series called Don't Forget the F Word. It's quite provocative because as soon as we say the F Word, we think of that word that I don't want us to all shout out here. Uh, It's not that word we're talking about. 
The F word, in fact, that we've been working through in this church over the last couple of weeks, the F word is that of forgiveness. Forgiveness. And this week I was quite inspired because we've been away for a few weeks and I needed to go and get my hair cut. And I'm one of these strange people who will only go to the same hairdresser. I'd only like two people to touch my hair. That's my wife. We won't go there. Okay. And, and, and my hairdresser. And we've had the same hairdresser for probably 17 years. I travelled to Mansfield to go and get my hair cut because we really like and we've developed a friendship with her and a team there. Just a little local uh, independent business. And whilst we was in the salon this, this Thursday, you couldn't help but hear a, a woman's pain. So I was waiting for my hair, hair to be done. Caroline was having her hair done. The two children were there. Eleanor was going to come and join us. But they have a nail bar as well. And in this nail bar, this woman was clearly in a lot of pain. And she began to, she wasn't one of those who wanted everybody to know a story, but it just needed to come out of her. And she began to talk about how she had been abused and she was now estranged from her, from her mom. And I mean, literally physical abuse. Uh, she's just had a, a separation of a partner, left with a little baby. There's all kinds of stuff that was pouring out clearly been hurt in great pain and uh, we we begun to get impacted by this story it wasn't for us to get involved in it because we weren't part of the conversation but I heard this story and then I was also impacted by one of our staff and I've not asked for permission so I'll keep the details out but one of our staff guys unfortunately in in a younger life while he was at school wasn't the best of of people in fact he classified himself as he bullied at times so he wasn't bullied he was the bully and he actually happened to bump into the person who he bullied whilst being here in this building and they were at the bus stop and they knew that You have to just go with me that God was just saying to them they needed to go and make amends. Now, he'd already tried to make amends a number of years ago when he came to faith. But this person wasn't ready. So he went and, again, tried to make amends. And this guy is now quite a sizable chap. And he wondered what he was walking into. The long and short of it was that this guy was now ready. This was his words. He's now ready to receive the apology from one of our staff members and even though they're now in their mid-twenties it had pained them for all this time they're in so much pain the tying up of those two stories was very much for me around that whole thought of forgiveness because what this lady in the salon needed was forgiveness and she needed to express forgiveness and of course our staff member this is exactly what he did and the f word that is often forgotten is forgiveness and that's what I want to talk about just for a few minutes into the heart of the community if that's okay because there is so much hatred there's so much abuse there's so much destructive forces that are at work there's so much unfairness in the world And when I turn on the news or when I read the paper or when I look at social media, I hear all all kinds of things that are happening, you know, and, and, and we have it even on our doorstep where, 
gang crime isn't just for the streets of New York or the East End of London, but there are gangs at work even locally and certainly within the cities which we are in between Nottingham and Derby. And there's all kinds of things that are happening. And what is that fueled by? Unforgiveness, hatred, a dislike. Wherever that's come from, I don't know, but it's there. When, when, when I heard the horrific um, uh, news headline of the, the bombs that had been um, landed in Sri Lanka, as a result, why was that? Well, basically, it was because of the shootings in a New Zealand mosque. Unforgiveness. Let me tell you, we're not against Muslims. We're not against anybody. We're really not. And certainly wouldn't advocate that kind of behavior towards anybody. You know, we hear of honor killings. Honor killings? The the two words don't correspond. Now listen to me. I'm aware that you may be in pain here today. And I'll come on to that. But this is no reason for us to go down this route of unforgiveness. In the last day, there was a 14-year-old in London who's been stabbed. Thankfully, the press says he's not critical. But I guess, again, there will be some background to that story. And my dad was telling me that in Nottingham, there were four accounts of knife crime here in right on our doorstep. What is the world coming Two, knife crime is all-time high. So the figures telling us, showing in the last year, there have been 40, over 40,000 offences recorded by the police. There's all kinds of stuff, trolling, political hatred. We've got politicians here. I'm flabbergasted. I've, t- I've spoke to our MP Maggie and some of the stuff that she's had to deal with. Whether you are a conservative or not, let me say, just be clear, and Catherine's here, they don't deserve the kind of attitude that is sometimes put towards them because they live with a, p- p- a political persuasion. Please, can I speak into the heart of the community? I know you may be staunch Labour or staunch Liberal or staunch Green or staunch Conservative. You know, the fact is, that is your preference. But I think there are human beings who deserve our respect, even if we don't always agree with the decisions that they are taking us on. Can I speak into the heart of the community? Because it pains me. Do I agree with everything that Jeremy Corbyn or Theresa May has to say? Absolutely not. But he doesn't give me any right to have hatred towards them or because they hold to a particular viewpoint. Jesus spoke into this. I'm going to show you a Bible verse. Because the first century law, this is what it said, said in the first century law with regards to retribution. Let's just show the first Bible verse. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Jesus speaking, but I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, you are to give them the other cheek also. Let me just speak into that because we haven't got time to unpack it because of time. But just to say this, first century law said this, if you hurt me, I have the right, the legal right to hurt you. The measure you, 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 the measure you used against me 
in the same measure I can measure back to you. I can't increase it, but I can use the same measure. And that was their way of getting back. But Jesus said something that was quite mind-blowing to the first century lawyers, the Pharisees, the religious people, the Sadducees, because he said, listen, this is not what I came to do. I am telling you, that is not the way to live. In fact, if somebody hurts you, you are to give them the other cheek also. Now, let's not take that to extremes that we just uh, abused and all the rest of it. Arena church isn't a doormat. You can't do what you want. We are going to have laws. We are going to have, you know, a position. But we do not have the right to hurt. What Jesus was speaking into here was this whole thought of forgiveness. Jesus was introducing a different way. forgiveness now this is very difficult it's great to have the principle but how does that work out day by day because people hurt us if I was to ask for a show of hands who's ever been hurt by somebody here every hand would go up and there would be measures of hurt and some have been excruciating pain of what you have had to endure I'd love to tell you here that people's stories here at Arena Church are full of Hollywoods and Disney's happily ever afters. But that's not the real world. I want to tell you about a family in our church three days before Christmas that's just gone. Feels like a long time ago, doesn't it now, Christmas? And by the way, in another seven months we're going to be here. Just to encourage you. We took a call from a family in our church. And this couple who were now in the 70s, early 70s, had loved their son like no other. They cared for him. They provided for him. But as a result of decisions that this boy, he's no longer a boy, is is a man of my age. The the decisions that he took, it took him down on the road of addiction and destructive lifestyle. And we took a call to say that this, this son had physically assaulted his frail mum and dad in their home. So we sat with them, we talked with them, we talked with the mum. I want to tell you, it was a very sobering and very emotional time for me to sit and hold the black and bruised hands of this mum because he'd beat her. And to see the tears roll down her blackened cheeks because he'd struck her. And what did I pray? What did we pray? We prayed for forgiveness for this son. I knew the son. I know the son. Everything in me wanted to do something different. But the only answer in this world is not retribution. It's forgiveness. So I'm not here from a position that I live in a bubble, that I don't ever get hurt. Because listen, there are people in our church who've been abused, who've been betrayed, who found out their husbands and wives have been unfaithful. There are people here who were sat here who have been domestically abused, domestic violence. There are people here who've been cheated out of businesses. There have been people here who've been rejected by their parents. There have been people here who have been kicked out as teenagers. There's been people who feel abandoned because they've been fostered and adopted. So I don't crassly 
or insensitively diminish or think less of your pain. But I'm reminded of this quote, which interestingly Julie mentioned two weeks ago. It actually has its roots not in Chris Hodges, but in Alcoholics Anonymous. And this is what it says. Hanging on to a resentment, someone once said, is like drinking poison and hoping it will kill someone else. Let me tell you, unforgiveness and hatred never works. Never, ever works. Ben, come here, will you? He's a big strapping lad. I like Ben because he supports Liverpool. So he's a good lad. He's a discerning lad. Just put that on your back. That's heavy, isn't it? Yeah. No, it is. It's heavy. And if anybody wants to know, I've put out the biggest books that I've got in there. I want you to just walk around. I want you to jump around. Do you want to jump around on the stage and just... There we go. Is that it? Listen, Ben was never meant to carry this rucksack full time. It's too weighty. It's too heavy. It ultimately will affect his back. It will affect his spine. It will affect his you know, disposition and, and all the rest of it. And yet this is what we're like when we carry unforgiveness, bitterness, resentment, hurt, pain. We carry like a big rucksack around us. And the only person it's hurting is us. It's not affecting the other person. Let's give him a round of applause, shall we? So the answer in these final moments that I have with you, and it's a simple thing, and I'd encourage you, if you want to know more, to listen to the podcast. You can get that on the website, or it maybe you want to talk to somebody as you go out, or you know somebody in the community, through the Arena Community Hub. Because I'm really giving you an ABC, and I know it's more complex than that. But this is the starting point, because there's a better way to how do we get this rucksack off? Well, first of all, we've got the act of forgiving. Verbally saying, I forgive this person. And I've had to be there. Second thing is we often have to release and let it go. I don't want to break out into a Disney song. Oh, I do. Let it go. Let it go. Did you like that? Was that good? Can I come and join your choir? Okay, there we are. You have heard it from the girls themselves, okay. We've got to let it go. And then we've got to get up and move forward. You know, hear me please. God has so much more for you. We, we have a belief that we want to help people in four areas. We want people to know God. We want people to find freedom. Want people to discover their purpose. And we want people to go and make a difference. We want you to move forward. The greatest example of this is not found in history, but it's found with Jesus. Jesus applied this principle when he said, turn the other cheek, because you'll see another verse in Luke chapter 23, verse 34. Jesus said, when he was hung upon a cross... He said, Father, forgive them. Who is them? Who is them? It wasn't just the people that was there. It was me. Because I put him on a cross. And I'm going to be bold. And you put him on a cross. Even though you weren't there. Because he paid the price for your sins. And my sins. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them. For they don't know what they are doing. They abused him. They spat at him. 
They criticized him. They ridiculed him. Even though he had done nothing wrong, they actually weighed him by the Roman council. And Pilate said, I see no wrong in this man, Jesus. History records that. He has done nothing wrong. And even though he had done nothing wrong, he was ridiculed. And he said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they do. Jesus came into this world to forgive the wrongs, the sins that you and I have committed. And listen to me, he says, you're forgiven. You're forgiven. He expresses forgiveness. That's why we have a message of hope and of life and of joy. It's not a hard message to understand. It's a message that Jesus says, everybody come to me. You're forgiven. Whatever you've done. But the big questions that I think we have to figure out is, who do I need to forgive? Who do I need to apologize to? What do I need to let go of? And I think as a church and as a community, we would do well to figure out some of these answers to these questions because I think it will bring us into a new day and a new light and a new life. One of the, other than Jesus, the person I think of with regards to forgiveness is Dr. Martin Luther King. We had the joy last year of being in Birmingham, Alabama. I've got a terrible American accent. And there's a whole museum of the civil rights campaign there. It's a big deal. And this is what Dr. Martin Luther King said when he spoke, never with hatred, but always with love, because the divide, and by the way, the divide in America is still great, blacks and whites, dreadful. I'm so glad that we've got blacks, whites, Filipinos, all kinds of people, male, female, young, old, in the life of Arena Church, and I love it. Love it. And Dr. Martin Luther King said this, returning hate for hate multiplies hate adding deeper darkness to a night already devoid of stars darkness cannot drive out darkness only light can do that hate cannot drive out hate only love can do that What is the message that I would say as the pastor of Arena Church into our community today? Well, it's a message of hope. It's a message of love. It's a message of forgiveness. Forgiveness expressed from Jesus. Forgiveness expressed from the church for the darkness that's in this world. And as we live with forgiveness and love, I think we can create better neighborhoods, better communities that shine with light for Jesus. Kids, you've been amazing. You may not have understood much of what I've had to say, but I just encourage every one of you at school, when you see not very nice things happen, you may be the person who's doing those things, saying things about, think about what you're saying and how you're hurting that person. And if you've had things that have said to you, don't allow people to say those things about you because I want to say you are incredibly special. You are cherished. You are loved by God. Okay? I want you to know that. But I want you to live in your schools in Chaucer and Cotmanet with responsibility that you are going to be people who express forgiveness 
and love to your schoolmate and to your classmates. I want to tell you, your teachers will thank me for if you do this because you'll, they'll be a more harmonious school. Some of the stuff that you hear and behaviours that you see is not the right way. Just because you see it doesn't make it right. It really doesn't. There's a better way to live. And I think if we could see this happen in this generation, there's hope for generations to come. I'm going to pray. Maybe that you are in pain. Maybe that you're in need of forgiveness. It may be that you need to express forgiveness. As I've said, we're here to talk if you want to. It may be you're ready to receive the forgiveness of Jesus because he forgives you no matter what you've done. He forgives you of your sins. And I just want to pray a very general prayer across everybody because of time. Father, I thank you today for the, just the joy of being together here in, in, in Ilkeston, this great community that we love and we're committed to. And I just pray, Lord Jesus, for the schools that you'd bless them and the dignitaries that you'd be with them and help them as they navigate their way through all kinds of, you know, tangles and challenges. But I also pray for us all that we would live with forgiveness. I'm mindful there's people here who have had all this happen to them, what, I, what, you, what I've described. And it's painful. But I pray, Lord, that you'd help them to begin. This would be the beginning, the genesis, the start of just getting the rucksack off the back and coming into a freedom and coming into a lightness and coming into a joy that they have never experienced before. There may be some people who are ready to receive you as Lord and Saviour and ask you to forgive them of their sins and for those Lord who are reaching out in this moment I pray that you would meet with them and you would forgive them and you would cleanse them and you would wash them and you would make them as white as snow so Father we just speak your blessing I announce your blessing over every person here in Jesus name and I pray Lord as we live with forgiveness we will create better neighbourhoods better communities that shine with light And everybody said together.